Hello, I'm back again, and yesterday I was so frustrated that like I couldn't really be calm on my podcast, but um, I hope that I was able to at least get the message across of why and what it meant and why I still felt that it was necessary to be on my podcast, because I feel like the entire journey, every single thing that I'm going through, every single, you know message that it is that's on my heart it needs to be conveyed i need to tell people about this i need to record that too because one thing i noticed that's super detrimental to the christian community and people who want to grow in christ is people not quite being as transparent about their journeys because god doesn't take you through these things for you to hide certain things like that's your testimony that's the things you went through and that's the things that somebody else will go through if they decide to take that journey as well or if they decide to go and follow Christ and you inspired them to do so they need to know everything that came with it with you so that they can be more prepared or so that they can um so that they can stand the test because even though they're going to be tested in different ways the fact of the matter is like I hate for somebody to be inspired by me and my journey and then they get to going through the same things that I went through and I didn't tell them about these different things or I didn't prepare them and then they fall off harder than they ever it's almost as if they never should have even pursued God to begin with and they think to themselves well I was misled into believing that this wouldn't be this way or this would be a different way. So I feel like it's so beneficial to tell people everything that you're going through. Like, you don't have to tell them the super personal things, but I feel like even that is really what God wants. God wants you to tell them all of that stuff because the thing about it is God sees everything. And we as humans, we try and go out and put on a different face and we try and hide. And that's the one thing God just really does not like. He hates that we hide behind these different personas and aliases he loves authenticity he loves somebody who is portraying exactly who they are on the inside on the outside whether you're being bad or good he actually likes it better if you act that way if that's how you portray yourself it really irritates god and i hate to speak for him but i know this for a fact it it really bothers him when people are a certain type of way on the inside but they pretend and they go out and act as if they're a different kind of way on the outside and this is the world that we live in this is the era the generation that we really live in what honestly it's been like this since the beginning of time but it's like this it's so frustrating to god because that's satan and that's how Satan moves. And Satan is a liar and a deceiver. And he is an actor. So on the outside, he's always going to pretend to be so handsome and charming. And, you know, um, I'm on your side. And I'm really fighting for you. And this is really what we all should want. And this is really a good thing. And on the inside, he's, I just want to kill you and ruin everything about you so I can hurt God because I can't get to him. So God really hates to see us acting like that. He hates to see us pretending to be somebody on the out that we're not on the in. He loves his people who are able to be whoever they are on the inside on the out because that is a reflection of him. He And it's more so when it's love. Like, I don't want to say that the people who are evil on the inside are evil on the out. Like, he has more respect for them, though, than he has for the people who are evil on the inside and portraying to be a good person on the outside. So... 
it's it's really about being authentic but when it comes down to it obviously he wants you to be an authentically good person an authentically righteous person authentically holy person but that being said i just wanted to you know be clear like about the different things that it seems like um i go through because these different things i feel that satan really satan really just does not want me to convey this message satan really just does not want me to get this message out there because he wants me to you know he wants me to keep people blind the more ignorant people are to these different things that's going on the more people he's able to snatch out of you know their righteous path before they get started because once you're in god's arms once you're in his hands there's no way you're going anywhere but it's about when you're first getting started and you have to make it past that threshold you have to make it over that unbelief it's like you have this when you decide to get started and focus on god it's whatever it is that's been keeping you from him all this time you have to get over that and once you're over that then you're good you're on the path but still there's going to be tests all the way through but satan wants to keep you from getting over that first thing that's really just being pulled out of his hands to begin with because that's where you are going you are going to hell before you decided to follow the lord so him you making it out of hell is going to be the hardest thing you do when you get started it's making it out of hell first so i really feel like it's a blessing when the lord just pulls you out when he just pulls you out that's such a blessing and people don't even see it but it's such a blessing when the lord says you know what i'm not going to um force you to uh you know reap what you have sown which are with all your sin and the consequences and everything i'm just going to pull you out because i want to get you started i want to give you that head start he doesn't do that with everybody but he's so merciful that he could and he would but that being said i just want to convey um not convey but i just want to like definitely I want to get the whole message out. I want to get the whole journey out. I want to tell er er people everything. I am not the kind of person who is ashamed of anything that it is I'm going through. Because the fact of the matter is, is um, God sees everything. And since he's the only person whose opinion I actually care about, and he's the only person who I'm trying to impress on a daily basis, then it, did, it shouldn't matter what someone else may think about my journey or what else what it is that I'm going through because God saw everything, so everything is already out in the open for me, for who, who it matters to. So I'm not ashamed to tell everybody everything, and I will, but I understand how this can be different from for certain people because they have different audiences, they have different... Um, what's the word i'm looking for they have a different platform and different things that they have they are you know obligated to where they can't say certain things or do certain things because that will forfeit other things in their lives that's their livelihood and i understand that me on the other hand i want my livelihood to be based off of exactly what it is that god is t calling me to do so i want my livelihood to actually I want to be able to be free in everything that I'm going through and everything that I'm saying and everything that I am. My whole journey is I want to be free in my journey. If my livelihood is based off of me not being allowed to do everything that it is that God is calling me to do and all of the freedom he's giving me, if I'm chained to that, I don't need it because God has made me free. I will never be chained to anything that's 
telling me you have to, you know, you have to dull yourself. You have to dull your light. You can't shine as bright or you can't do all, all that God is calling you to do or you can't grow into the person that God wants you to be if you want to keep this. I don't need it. I'm dropping it all because nothing is more important than what God is calling me to do. So that being said, obviously, you know, I'm not perfect. So obviously I make my own mistakes. But if I make my own mistakes, that's my own mistakes. I'm not about to allow someone else's, you know, chains. Keep me keep me making more. So that be for money or anything. And that's I, I'm sure a lot of people say a lot of people say that. But when the money is offered, they don't do it like I'm the same. I'm really the same all the time. Like, well, not all the time, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm really that's how I feel. I'm not about to give up any opportunity with God for any opportunity for materialistic things or money here on this earth because I know that it's not worth it. Plus, I also want to talk about how all these rapture dreams and visions and different things that have been happening going on, I feel like it's a reason why God's calling his people back. He's not calling us all back to say, you know what, uh, change the date so it's going to be a, a while, a long while. But also, nobody knows the time or hour. Nobody knows the day or hour. So when it comes down to it, um, I understand that this could be however long it could be. It could probably be 10 years. It could probably be 30 years. It doesn't matter. When I decided to follow God, I accepted like my whole life is going to be devoted to him. It doesn't matter if it takes me till I'm 100 years old to get my spot in heaven. That's what I decided once I decided to follow God. So I'm not expecting, not expecting, but I'm not, you know, only following him if it happens in the next two or three years or if it happens in the next two or three months or two or three hours, etc. It's not a time or hour that's going to dictate whether I'm going to stop following him or not. No, definitely not. But... Not but, but, um, <laughs> I said it again, but pretty much also I realized that, you know, people are f- feeling like because of this new rapture thing and these new rapture dreams, etc., that, um, you know, I only want to be good now. I'm going to be good as long as I feel like the rapture is about to happen so that I can make it into heaven. But if I feel like the rapture is not about to happen, like if tomorrow everybody decides that, oh, the rapture is not happening no time soon, I'm going to go back to doing what I was doing before. Like, this is why God will not let it happen tomorrow. Because he knows that. Like, you think God is dumb? He loves you. He's so merciful and graceful. But he knows everything. So if he knows that tomorrow, if the rapture is not happening for you soon, you're going to go back to everything that you were doing before and act up, then he's not going to let it happen. He's going to make you wait and he'll drag it out. But um, honestly, I don't want to say drag it out. I want to be careful with my words because I don't feel I don't feel like God ever drags anything out. He already knows the set time and hour. He just knows that you don't know and you have a you might have expectation on what you think it should happen and you shouldn't. So that being said, I realized that, you know, these different rapture dreams and these different visions aren't happening because of you know they aren't happening for no reason 
So when God pulled me into what he pulled me into last year and he showed me what was going on, um, the environment that he placed me in, I'm not, I don't want to speak for people, but this environment was an environment that was godless, completely godless. So you, some might say, well, that's how you, that's what you feel like because you're such this, you're such a self-righteous Christian, etc. And the thing about it is I'm not self-righteous at all. And I definitely wasn't nowhere on the level of where God has pulled me to now. Like I was nowhere near well, I don't want to say I was nowhere near it, but I want to say that um, I didn't, I wasn't as close to God as I should have been either. So when I say that this environment was godless, I mean it was godless. And that, that's just speaking in genuine terms. That's not trying to make anybody feel any kind of way because honestly, I don't feel like I could make anybody in the environment feel any kind of way because if it's a godless environment, I feel like that's a conscious choice. Why would they feel bad about that? They're proud of it. Most are. So it's not to make anybody feel bad. It's just to be clear about what it was. It was a godless environment. So also I want to be clear that that doesn't mean that everybody wanted to stay godless. That just means that that's just what it was. So in this environment, I saw that um, people, like if they were, if at first when you were preaching God, it seems as if they were saying, oh, you just doing that to look good. It seems as if people were saying, oh, it's good that you in your Bible. It's good that you in your Bible, but I hope you're not just doing that just for other people to see. I hope you're not just doing that for other people to see you doing it. And then as soon as they notice that you're really on that path and you're really serious, it switched to, you really preach God? That's corny. Why are you so obsessed with God? That's really corny. Like, look at the world out here. There's so much you could be doing, and you worried about God. You're too young to be worried about God and, and focused on building who you are with God. You really should be out here enjoying your, your 20s. And, like, I found the scripture, and I was so happy because I feel like the Lord led it to me, but led me to it. And now I have to go and find it again because... Like I said, like I don't want anybody to hold hold me to this, but not hold me to this. I don't want anybody to feel like I am being contradictory or hypocritical because I know this is what the devil wants me to look like I am. But every time I'm in my Bible, demons attack me. And so they don't want me to read my Bible. They don't want me to grow in the Lord. They don't want me to remember the chapters and the verses. They don't want me to... um get get closer to the Lord. Like... Honestly, I'm already past. I'm so far ahead, but I have to pull myself back so I can pull people out. If I keep going, if I keep going and say I'm I'm and and stay on the level that God has placed me on, I won't be able to help anybody because I feel like yeah, I could keep going and I could be so far ahead, but that that would be by myself. And I like I said in a previous episode, God showed me what it's like to just be only responsible for myself. I feel unemployed. I feel I feel just um like I feel like I need I got too much power to be sitting around not helping nobody. That's how I feel. And I already said and already spoken about this in a previous episode. In the spirit, I'm always working. 
in the spirit, I'm always working. I'm never not working. And when I'm working, I'm slaying demons and I'm pulling people out of, you know, this hell that Satan has created for them and, and tricked them into. I'm always working. I'm never sitting down in the spirit ever. And the Lord has to tell me it's okay to enjoy what you've worked hard for. You can sit down and enjoy it, but I'm just like, I know that and I love everything that you give me and nothing and none of this is something that I would never want to sit down and enjoy. All of this is so beautiful. You want to rest and watch it for the rest of your life. The horizons in heaven are so gorgeous. You could lay there and just enjoy them for the rest of your life and never get up. No, not even the rest of your life, for the rest of eternity and never get up. And that's that's just the horizons. So everything in heaven is so abundant and amazing and gorgeous. Of course, I would love to sit here and enjoy everything. But just like Jesus, how can you sit and enjoy anything when you know there's still people out there who is in this, you know, trance who are hypnotized and um, being taken advantage of by the devil and being used? How can you sit and enjoy anything when you know that there's something that you can do about it and God has given you this power to do that he doesn't give this power to people so they can sit on it no he gives the right people this power because he knows they're never going to sit on it they're going to use every single inch of their power to constantly and consistently pull people out that's why he gives this power to people he wouldn't give this power to somebody who is like oh as soon as I get my horizon I'm just going to lay in the horizon for the rest of eternity I'm never going to get up that's not why he chose his son. Well, that's not why he sent his son. Imagine him sending Jesus and Jesus saying, you know what? I saved enough people. I'm going to go ahead and rest. No, like it, you never saved enough people if there's more people being made on this earth and there's more people being taken advantage of and used by the devil. You never get a break. And that's how I am in the spirit. In the spirit, I never stop. I, I, the, the Lord, even him who never stops, the Lord is always working. He's working overtime all the time. He's everywhere at all times. The Lord's always working. He don't take breaks. Even he has to tell me it's okay to rest. Like that's how I am in the spirit. So like I said, the Lord showed me and, and sat me down and was like, look, since because my flesh in my spirit is different. And the Bible it says the spirit is willing while the flesh is lacking. So my spirit is always working and my flesh is being lied to by the devil. My flesh is being told by the devil, Oh, you're 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 tired. You need a, you need a break. Uh you need you might as well give up. It's not gonna happen. And my spirit knows I'm getting closer and closer. I'm almost there. Like, I may not know when I'm going to get there, but I know that I'm going to get there. And I'm never going to stop until I get there. And that's what my spirit is saying. And my flesh is like, we might as well give up. We might as well give up because there are demons that are placed on you. And what makes you think that these demons don't under, don't know that you have a veil on your mind and your heart that's keeping you from seeing what's going on in the spirit at all times like Jesus does. These demons know all of this stuff. These demons are really, they're really well versed in the Bible. They know the Bible like the back of their hands. And also they know you 
because they study you day and night. This is all that they have to do. They're stuck for eternity in their um in their realities. So the only thing, the only job that they have is to study you. Of course they know these things. Of course they know that your spirit is they know that you don't know who you are in the spirit. They know that you don't know the power you possess. They know that you don't know your authority. They know that you don't know this stuff. And so they attack you constantly and consistently. That being said, I realized that, you know, um, my flesh is able to be tricked into things like this. My flesh sometimes forgets things like this or no my flesh acts sometimes suffers things like this and god had to show me in my flesh what is going on in the spirit and god showed me in my flesh that he sat my spirit down and told my spirit to stop working and my flesh felt it my flesh said whoa no like i can't sit down i can't what is I feel like there's so much more I could be doing. I almost wanted to cry because I felt like why would I ever sit down with all of this power and authority you've blessed me to pull people out? Why would I ever not use that? Why would I ever waste that? Why would anybody ever waste that? It's so first of all, it's so fulfilling to even help people. It's more fulfilling to help others than it is to help myself. So why would I ever sit down? And the Lord showed me in the spirit also, like, if it's for someone else, I'm jumping up. If it's for another person, I'm jumping up. I'm running to it. I'm fighting for it. I'm suffering for it. I suffer more for someone else than I will for my own self. That being said, I'll suffer for myself. Like, I don't want anybody to believe that I don't love myself definitely do it's not about me though it's about everybody else it's about all of us as a whole it's about god's ultimate outcome god's what god wants it's about his hope for us the future that he wants us to actually have it's about the different things that we'll miss out on if we don't have it if we're not doing it so um that being said the flesh and the spirit. I don't want to mislead anybody in, into believing that they're not one because they are one. But what I'm saying is what you're doing in the spirit, sometimes you are not aware of because it's what's on the inside and you've built up your entire life living in your flesh, which is why the Bible tells you to conquer your flesh by fasting and by telling your body what to do. Because that's what Jesus had to do. Jesus had to sit in the wilderness for 40 days and deny himself food and water and a nice, a nice warm bed, a nice, you know, tent or house, warm house to live in or cool house to live in. He had to sleep on rocks as pillows. He had to sleep on the ground in caves with no food and no water. And he had to deny his flesh. And even after being, you know, being that weak in the flesh, well, actually strong in the flesh by then, but even after suffering through all of that and feeling weak, 
feeling as if that could have weakened him. No, it, I can't say he felt weak. Jesus never felt weak, but that could have weakened anybody, you know? That's when you're in your when you're in the body. Like God is God, but we're talking about how your body responds to things. That could have weakened anybody. And it says after 40 days, Jesus was weak. So after feeling weak in your flesh and going through everything that you went through, still having to deal with the devil at his highest. See, the devil, he is on, now I want to say on top of his game, but he is on top of his game today. But you have been fasting for 40 days without food and water. You're hurting, you're hungry, you're thirsty, and you're weak. And, and in that state, it's almost as if, you know, especially if you're not Jesus, it's almost like taking cake from a baby when you want somebody to believe one of your lies or if you want to trick them into doing something. And even in all of his weakness, Jesus was able to still resist the devil. And I just want people to understand what that means. See, we usually, we will come from being nursed and pampered for 40 days and 40 nights and still be falling into temptation with the devil. Jesus came from suffering, fasting, food and water, 40 days and 40 nights and still resisted the devil. This is very important. All of this stuff matters so much because you need to understand that he understands. He understands that even when you're at your worst and the devil's at his best and he catches and he always catches you in those situations because the devil is a cheat and a lie. He knows what it's like to have to suffer through those temptations. He's not saying it was super easy for him. What he's saying is it was super hard. But because he made it through, you can make it through. So that being said, that's encouraging to me. Because that means that no matter if I'm at my best and I do the worst. Or if I'm at my worst and I want to do the best. Jesus is telling me that he's right there and he understands the decisions that I make and he loves me and I'll be okay. And as long as he's saying that, I know that I'll land somewhere safe. Even if I don't land in the best possible position, I hopefully, hopefully I don't land in the worst. I'll just land somewhere safe. So that's good for me in the flesh because in the spirit, I know that, you know, they know that I don't know exactly how how capable i am in the spirit and most of us don't because just like in the bible god told told cain sin is crouching at your door and you need to conquer it and that's because we have the ability to we are capable of conquering sin we are capable of standing in our power and we are capable of standing in our authority so as long as satan is able to pull us out of that excuse me, pull us out of that belief and get us to thinking that we can't conquer these things and we can't overcome these things. Then we realize, then we cease to realize how capable we are and we won't be able to do it. So don't let Satan convince you that you're not capable. Don't let Satan, don't let Satan keep you ignorant. Let God build you. Seek his understanding. So... 
in all thine getting get wisdom in all thine getting get understanding and that pretty much just means out of all the things you're doing every single day out of all the things you spend your time getting and doing make sure you you take some of that time and get some knowledge from god make sure you take some of that time and get some understanding on the different things that's going on in your spirit and going on in your life that you cannot see now a lot of people would you know shy away from spirituality or christianity because they would feel like well i can't spend my whole day praying to god i have to get out i have to work i have to provide for my family i have to do these different things like that's unrealistic i know that god said he will provide lean not into your own understanding he will provide but what i'm saying is that i still got to go out and get this i still got to go out and do this and i'm not telling you to stop I'm telling you to keep doing everything that it is that you are doing because that's what I did when I first started. I kept doing everything that it was I was doing. The only thing that I changed is that I squeezed some time in for God. All you have to do is squeeze him into your schedule. Then he'll start moving things around supernaturally. Like now, you at first it took you had to squeeze five minutes in for him. But now he's making a whole hour clear for you. How did I get this extra hour I never had before? I got all the sleep I needed. Um, everything's on schedule and on time. I'm not going to be late for anything. And I still have an extra hour to spend with God. This is the things that he do. This is what's possible. So I'm not saying that you have to throw everything away like, like God, like Jesus told the rich man, go sell all your possessions and follow me. I'm not telling you that you have to do that unless that's what you, you know, desire to do. What I'm telling you is just... Out of all the stuff that you get and do every day, get and spend some time with the Lord. That's all. Start there. Even if it's just a minute or 30 seconds, it's more than none at all. It's better than none at all.